0: Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Oxbow Rum Distillery. Local family grown small batch rum, embodying the essence of Louisiana sugarcane harvest. OxbowRumDistillery.com. From Tula Tacos and Amigos in downtown
1: Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Christian Mader, publisher and editor of The Current. It's business Acadiana style.
2: Welcome to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mader. You know, if we sound a little different today, it's because we're not at Tula Tacos. We're down the street at Central Pizza in downtown Lafayette. You know, there's a lot of business that happens in your home, and more and more, uh, it's become the center of commerce. And that's not just because of big delivery services like Amazon, it, it takes a lot of products to run a home. And the essence of American consumerism is convenience. We're all thrilled to spend a buck to do it the easy way. And you could think about it, when was the last time you actually changed your oil? Sure, you could do it, but that would take you know maybe an hour. And there are all kinds of chores we need to do and like changing oil, forget to do, like changing air filters, that's why my guest Mitch Pochet started Filter Genie. It's a web-based subscription service that offers just two products right now, air filters and fridge filters. The service helps you figure out what kind of filter you need and puts you on a schedule so the filters show up when you need them. Uh, Mitch started the company after a long stint in the AC business. The brand itself is part of CIS Industries, a commercial HVAC company based in the New Orleans area, and he and his business partner, his old boss at CIS, are focusing their growth strategy on the I-10 corridor. Mitch Poche, welcome to Out to Lunch.
1: Well, thank you. Very nice to be here. I appreciate uh, you having me and the exposure you give us. my pleasure.
2: Uh, as uh, our population grows, the home is also becoming a growth sector in the health industry. Home health care services like Mel Pickney's Heart of Gold Private Duty Nursing serve about 15 million patients each year on or well, about 600 million patient visits. So for Mel, though, the service is about a promise she made to her grandmother to care for others and he'll never let them go neglected. Mel has a long background in health care, but she got her knack from private care looking after her grandmother and later her father, a Vietnam veteran. Uh, today, Mel's Heart of Gold offers private nursing care, companionship services, postnatal care, and post-surgical care, and she employs about 30 people to provide care at every duration, around the clock, overnight, long-term care, and short-term care. She grew up in St. Martin Parish and at one time hosted a radio show as Mel the Diva. Mel, (laughs) welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you so much. So, uh, Mitch, I'm just going to air my dirty laundry here how often am I supposed to change my fridge filter?
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely the, the number one question I get um we recommend every three months okay um you, can you go longer yes but some you know that that depends on uh, the environment in your house okay. right um it's safe to say every three months um with with your standard what we call a merv Aid filter is okay. uh, is what you should do
2: I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I've ever changed
1: a fridge filter that's before. That's bad. That's, that's real bad. That's like, what are enough.
2: we even talking <laughs> about here? Is it like the thing under the fridge? Or is it like something, honestly, if you just told me out of thing, I think like the thing of baking soda that you keep in the back and that you also never change.
1: <laughs> so we're actually talking about air conditioning filters. Okay. Right? So we do air conditioning filters. We also do uh, water filters in your refrigerator, which is maybe what you're referring to there. Water filters. Yeah, yeah, that's water filters, right? Okay. So air and water. Uh, the water filters are about every six months, okay. right? Those are those little twisty things that you, you open your refrigerator <laughs> and they're in the top there. Um, but um, the air conditioner filter you're going to find probably in your hallway, okay. Um, in the grill that you know pops open, and it's real easy to do. It doesn't take long. Okay. Uh, when we started this service, we didn't think that was actually the hard part of changing the filter. Is actually changing the filter. We thought the hard part was remembering. Was going to the big box stores. Was picking. Sure. You know, you're standing in that big huge aisle uh, with a, with a thousand different options. You don't really know what a MERV rating is. It's kind of overwhelming to the you know the average person. Yeah. Um. So th- that's uh, that's where Filter Genie was born. Yeah,
2: um, so, so Mel, y'all provide, I-, I hadn't heard this term before, companionship services. And I'm assuming that this is like, you know, providing home care, but it's not specific to health. I mean, it's, it sounds like you're basically sitting with somebody making sure they have somebody to hang out with is that what
3: it is that is actually correct (laughs) Um, there are so many people in our community that are definitely needing someone just to be beside them to talk over conversations Mm -hmm. and just spend the day with so whenever they call and needing that type of assistance we definitely send someone out there Um, people that are definitely experienced in the field Mm -hmm. just in case they need any type of medical assistance in addition to So
2: so generally speaking, the person that would would come and sit with you know the, the client would, would would likely also have some kind of home health background it doesn't mean, like I, I was thinking maybe I, it could just be anybody oh, who would no. sign up to but you got to no, know what you're doing correct
3: right. because they are background checked, um, they are drug checked, mm-hmm. um, and they are experienced professionals yeah. that that would just enjoy doing that they may be retired from a previous profession so it is something for them to keep busy and um, enjoy our community
2: It sounds like something, and I mean just generally I would think home health is something that would be a second career for some folks. I mean, I Correct. can imagine like somebody being a nurse, like my mom was a nurse for, for many years and she didn't go on to have a second job. But I mean, something that somebody does, is that is that where you're finding a lot of folks that do the work?
3: Yes, sir, definitely. And so, and loving what they do. Uh, because again, you know, even beyond their retirement, they're wanting to continue their their services and their, um, and their experience. So, yeah it definitely benefits the patient and also the employee
2: got it so so mitch i mean i feel like i need to go back and and say like i misunderstood the term fridge filter i do change my air filter so i got that but um i mean i think you you raised an interesting point though it it can feel sort of overwhelming right because you do it so seldom right you kind of go to the store and it's the sort of thing you might think to yourself like oh i got to get a new air filter but you don't remember what the dimensions are right and so I mean, is that really the value add here? I mean, that, that folks don't even kind of know where to start sometimes? I mean, I, to some extent, I'm kind of wondering, like, why would I come to Filter Genie as opposed to setting a subscription service for Amazon,
1: let's say? Yeah, we think the whole, uh, whole process of changing your filter is intimidating, right? Okay. Uh, remembering, so first off, uh, three months is, is a long time. Um, unless you start talking about changing your filter, right? It passes by very quickly. So people always tell me, "Hey, I just changed my filter." I'm like, "Go look at the date," because a lot of people write the date on the filter when they change it, and it's like six months ago or, or nine months ago, and you know they're they're baffled at how time flew that fast. Um, so remembering to change your filter is, you know, we think the biggest issue. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, with you know actually picking out the filter, uh, filters are, are rated on a what's called a MERV rating, yep. and 99% of people have no idea what that is. So we try to take that. Um, those issues away, we're really selling a convenience. We're not really selling air filters, right? Let's,
2: let's take an opportunity to, to educate. So what is a MERV rating? I've so, heard uh, so a MERV rating yeah.
1: basically is how good your filter catches the stuff, the okay. gunk in your air, right? A MERV 8 is not as good as a MERV 13. Yeah. Uh, hospitals have, you know, MERV, 6, MERV 16 and HEPA. You've probably heard the term HEPA. Uh, we sell a MERV 8, a MERV 11, and a MERV 13. And when you go on our website, we we, uh, we actually help you decide by asking you uh, to pick a few of the criteria that you know are in your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you select some of those criteria, which may be like animals, pets, you know, uh, kids, carpet in your house, mm-hmm. uh, an attached garage where you have exhaust coming in your house, those those types of things require different MERV ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we help you pick. We you know we recommend one based on your environment. And uh, once you sign up, that's it. <laughs>
2: Mel, you know, it it strikes me that that one kind of driver around home health as an industry is the fact that, like, we kind of have an aging population. More and more people are getting old. I mean, um, baby boomer generation is enormous, you know, that's what I'm thinking about my parents. But, I mean, is is the service that you offer, are you mostly serving folks that are, you know, kind of in need for that care because they're elderly, or or are you serving folks of other types?
3: We're serving folks of every type. So whether you are postpartum care, whether you are an elderly patient, um, whether you are a stroke patient, um, a hospice patient, um, a fall patient, fall precaution, um, we service all of them. So any need that this patient may need, we wanna be available for them. Um, so we focus mainly on Alzheimer patients oftentimes because we have more of those patients that have dementia. Um, and needing that care and family is unavailable to care for them so um, we're up to 24 hours a day seven days a week so just trying to make it flexible for the family and for the patient
2: is it hard to find folks to do the work around the clock I mean it strikes me that like you know that would be tricky it's like one thing for a person to want to get a job and work eight to five but to say like well your gig is going to be five to eight the next morning or whatever it is, is is it would seem like it'd be really hard to to avoid burnout maybe?
3: Well, no. What we do to prevent the burnout is we may have patients that may have three caregivers um, throughout that 24-hour period. So that way burnout does not occur and that they can, you know, receive the best services without anyone tiring.
2: So, so, it's kind of like an eight hour shift thing Correct. per person. So, the, e- Correct. Each, okay, that, that explains. It. I mean, how many patients are you guys working with on a you know, monthly basis right now?
3: Um, at the present time, the census has been a little low yeah. um, since we're kind of bouncing back from the COVID sure. um, season and whatnot. And so, sometimes when flu uh, season picks up, then business picks up or kind of during the holidays because more families are out on vacation, spending time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just kind of getting our name out um, to the community, but we have been in service since 2006. Wow. So I definitely want to be able to um, be a referral base, but also spread the word so that people will know that the families do not have to remain at home to take care of their family members, that this help is out here for them. Yeah. So, Mitch, I mean, talk to me
2: a little bit about the business development side for you i mean it would seem like the first challenge for you is maybe or it really is for any business right is convincing somebody that they've got a problem that you're going to solve for them right like to the extent that like somebody says well yeah maybe i do need a subscription service for my air filter right i mean do people generally just click with it or are you having like how are you meeting them where they are so they know like yeah this is an option that i really want
1: yeah we're trying to hit the pain points with them because like you said people uh, you know at this stage in the game even though they may not do it perfectly as far as maybe every three months yeah. uh, they have their routine uh, so getting people to change has been a challenge yeah having people change their habits right uh, we started off with our advertising on the, on the morning radio talk shows uh, we realized that people were hitting our website maybe nine ten in the morning but they were at their o- at the office mm-hmm. uh, and didn't by the time they got to the, the point of our website where it was filter sizes mm-hmm. they didn't know their sizes uh, so that was uh, a, you know, that was kind of swinging a miss for us with marketing up front. So we've focused uh, our marketing now on on hitting people in their homes, streaming between five and ten, uh, Netflix, YouTube, that kind of stuff, to where right. they're home. Um, they can remember one last time to go look at that filter size to sign up, and you know, once you sign up, we got you. Hmm. You know. <laughs>
2: Bell, I was kind of curious, you know, just kind of similar question to you. I mean, I think most people, and just forgive me if I'm wrong, but that most people hear home health and they tend to think seniors. And so when you list some of these other services, I'm thinking you might have to kind of raise awareness that, say, a, a, a woman who just gave birth would, would, would have, would, would, would sort of enjoy this kind of service. So, I mean, how have you taken, and I know word of mouth obviously seems to be a big piece of what you do, but I mean, is it generally well known or do people often take, say, advantage of, you know, a... Uh, post-birth
3: assistance, companionship, what have you? Right. I don't think that many people have been educated with the proper terms versus private duty nursing mm, okay. and home health. Okay. Um, with the private duty, we are able to remain with patients in their homes for the duration that they would request. Okay. Um, in addition to that, uh, we need them to know that once we come in, we're able to do everything into the home. So we are providing housekeeping, the light housekeeping. We are preparing all of their meals. Uh, we're assisting with medication reminders. We are... Um, being able to go and pick up groceries, were able to um, pick up medications for them. So pretty much everything that they're needing in addition to um, vital signs and um, updates for the physician which definitely keeps patients um, being admitted to the hospital less. So physicians are seeing a great change in patients being admitted to the hospital because of these services.
2: So this is pretty different then for I, I I misunderstood this entirely so forgive me. I yes. mean so, so so what's what's tease this out a little bit further? I mean what's really the major distinction between, you know, home health provision and private duty nursing, is it sort of this larger encompassing bit of service or, it or is, is it a certification thing?
3: It is. It's definitely a larger base service. So yeah. again, with home health, they're able to stay for a couple of hours um, and provide services, but they are not remaining in the home for up to 24 hours and consistent throughout the whole week. Yeah. Um, so it, uh, with us, it's definitely private pay um, or um, a VA or long-term insurance reimbursement. Hmm. So it definitely helps the clients to not have to wait for any services rendered um, instead of kind of waiting for, for insurance to approve.
2: Do those insurances cover like the companionship component too? Like in the event somebody's getting the service but they're not saying like, well I need it because I just got out of surgery Correct. or I have you know uh, Alzheimer's or something like that. Like does. Is it covered there too? Not
3: often. Okay. Not often. So this is why this is so convenient. If a family member walks in and say, well, my family member definitely needs the services starting tomorrow morning, they can pick up the phone and contact me, and then I would match them with the caregiver based on those needs, and we send them out and begin the services immediately. So that way, you know, things are expedited for them, and families can return back to their normal way of life.
2: You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mater. I'm talking with Mel Pickney, owner of Mel's Heart of Gold Private Duty Nursing, and Mitch Poche, founder of Filter Genie. It, Mitch, like you're talking about, you know, people may generally not know much about a Merv rating, but I mean, even if you get me to the door where I'm saying to myself, like, well, now I don't know what a Merv rating is, I could see a lot of consumers saying, like, is there really a difference between an 8 and a 13? I mean, is, is there a challenge in convincing customers, and I guess to the extent that you need to, um, that you know that there really is a premium there and it's not just marketing speak right for a more expensive filter or something like.
1: Right, that. right yes yeah. so we actually lay that out on the website and there is a big difference so when you're talking about a Merv 8 which is a lower rating you're talking about like basic household dust right just dust right yeah. normal stuff pollen is included in that when you start getting into 11 and 13 you start to get into pet dander in 11 and then on 13 you start actually getting into like smoke hmm. smog right you start getting into uh, actually coronavirus-style bacterias and wow. viruses. Okay, so um, an eight, uh, you know, we recommend maybe a you know a single person living at home, not home much, wooden floors. They get an eight, right? Yep. Every three months, uh, you got a family with dogs and worried about sickness, and uh, we have a lot of moms coming back to us now saying, "Hey, we got the 13. We're trading it out every month, and my kid uh, with asthma." is not waking up in the middle of the night. Huh. You know, what's the deal? I'm like, "Well, you're fil- you're actually with a Murph 13, you're actually filtering out you know the stuff in your air that makes your kid cough at night." So hmm.
2: th- are, are you all providing a, a product that's different or better than what I could just get, at, you know, like a hardware store or Walmart or whatever? I mean, is it
1: Yeah, I, I, we are. Filters made a little different, right? Yeah. It's not something with marketing that we focus on because people are generally uninterested. In fact, the guy that built our website, you know, at, after about a month he came back to me and said, "Mitch, I've realized something. I've, I've noticed that Nobody's walking around fussing about air filters, but when you bring it up, (laughs) when you bring it up, everybody hates them. You know, everybody's like, oh, I hate air filters. So um, in our marketing, it's generally not something we talk about, but when we started this, we did want a good filter, right? We didn't just want to hit the market with any filter. So our filter is made a little bit differently. Um, If if you're familiar with a normal air filter, you know it's pleated. It looks like peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way air collects in those valleys, so to speak, um, it shuts off air supply. kind of chokes off your unit. Mm-hmm. Um, ours is made uh, in a wave pattern, so it collects evenly, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout the use of your filter, as it collects um, the, the, the gunk in mm-hmm. your air, uh, it doesn't choke off your unit. Uh, yeah. So our, our filters can go a little longer. Plus, they're made of recycled material, which is something we're proud of, and they're made right here in the U.S. So.
2: Wow. Mel, I got to think that, you know, be like, you're talking about being able to, you know, we're thinking about make healthy people remember to ch- take their meds, right? I mean, all the things that go into sort of like, especially when somebody lives in isolation, things that they don't do for themselves, it would kind of sound like a filter subscription service <laughs> or like yes. in, any kind of like home-based subscription service would actually be pretty valuable that's to that, right? That's exactly right, right. yes I mean, sir. It, it, but are, are, are the folks that work for you having to do those kinds of tasks too? Like having they to go do. to make sure like very basic maintenance kind of stuff. We're saying like, hey, we, somebody needs to remember to wash the baseboards, that's right. right? That's okay, right, that's yeah. right. So I mean, have you thought about using like a? I feel like I'm doing business development for Mitch now. Have you thought you about are, using? And I appreciate <laughs> it. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna be partners after this. That's exactly right. About using like a subscription-based service to to help you know the clients just keep track of. Her. It seems like it can even help the folks, the, the nurses, do the work, so, so they, right. they're not having to say like, you know, Mrs. Jones down the street needs a new air filter tomorrow, <laughs> and somebody else needs. I mean. Uh, how do you even keep track of all the tasks maybe is a question to ask out of that
3: Um, documentation of course so um, again we provide that for the family so that way they can go back on the notes um, just to double check if there was anything that were uh, pertinent information that needed to be reviewed for the physician maybe just to kind of check on medication um, and also the um, side effects of a patient You know, so we can go back on all of the documentation Um, again the families enjoy it because they don't have to come home and do any laundry, they don't have to come home and wash any dishes, they don't have to prepare the meals, mm-hmm. um, they don't have to pick up meds, they don't have to do any housekeeping. So um, in addition to that, all of the medical needs are met as well. <laughs> so patients are really happy, which extends their lives yeah. longer, which is what we want, Less that's our vision, so, yeah. and making sure that we make a difference in our uh, Acadiana.
2: Yeah, I mean, do, do you find that you, to folks are preparing meals? Or are you having to vet whether they can cook? I mean, is that...
3: <laughs> well, we definitely verify that yeah. they are able to prepare meals yeah. and that we are matching the patient's diet yeah. um, because we do have vegetarians, you know, and whatnot. So yeah. we do make sure that each person is individually chosen for that patient yeah. um, to exceed expectations
2: what do you generally look for like in a nurse I mean I mean it seems like that's got to take a specific skill set but also a different personality, right? It does,
3: definitely, especially because Mel's Heart of Gold is my personal baby, Um, something that I worked on my own from the beginning until now, Um, so I'm very passionate about it, and so when I walk into a patient's home again, my main mission is exceeding expectations because everything I love to do is in the wild, so um, whenever I meet someone, um, that personality has to kick in for me Um, i have to see that they're passionate about what they do that they're not in it just because that they have a an extreme passion for patients and that they want to make a difference in the lives of others yeah so um, that's going to be represented in everything that they do so um, again increase levels of care whenever they work and that's what makes me happy that we can make a difference
2: so mitch i've seen a lot of subscription services come up over the years i mean i use the stuff for dog food i mean things like that And i mean one thing that you notice right is the the actual management of the scheduling can get a little tricky like maybe it's not quite the same with an air filter or any filter of any kind because it's sort of like there's a set time period that you need to re- replace it whereas dog food it's like how fast is your dog eating the food i mean are, are you really having to are you are you really having to figure out how to like Help people manage the spacing so they don't just like end up with 20 extra filters in their box. I mean, how does that work? <laughs> like, or, or is it just like I said earlier? Is it really just that simple? Because you know, look, you're talking about changing it on a certain time frame. You're going to do it every three months, so it works.
1: Right. So when you sign up, we send you one filter at a time on the frequency that you choose. Yeah. Right. So based on those MERV ratings we talked about earlier, you need to change them out more often. Yeah. Uh, so MERV eight can go three months. We send you one MERV eight. Yeah. So when it arrives, it's time to change it. Yeah. So we don't send you a box of four, and then you know we hope in a year you know you've changed it every three months, and we send you four more. We send it to you when it's at your door. You know it's time to change it, which is you know what people are raving about. They love it. Yeah. And and it really shocks people, as I mentioned earlier, how fast three months goes. Right? It does. They're like, wow, the filter's already at my door, and it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's been three months.
2: So, so, just in terms of like the the you know, the business model for this. I mean, it, are you guys mostly making money on the service side of this? The fact that you're creating this schedule and so there's a subscription-based fee or are you getting margin off of the the product itself? I mean, how does that work?
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and that's a great question. it's why we started, one of the main reasons we started this business when we did because of COVID and coming, you know, coming off the, the back end of COVID, people were wanting to stay home more. They were wanting a subscription. They were wanting to forget about things, just automatic, right? Yeah. Show up at my door let me change it. But. Um, you know, the subscription model for us, yes, we, we don't have to spend uh, a lot of marketing dollars recapturing the customer over and over and over, you know, as a, you know, not to throw the pizza place under the bus, but you have to recapture your customer to get them to come back. Yeah. Once you sign up with us, we're sending you, uh, we don't charge monthly, we charge per filter. Yeah. Uh, our, you know, our Merv8 filter is $15. So every three months you're paying $15 for a filter, comes out to about $5 a month, right, for the convenience of it, have it showing up at your front door. So. Yeah we get that reoccurring revenue model. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mel, I mean, how, how does this work feel? I mean, you talked a little bit about insurance reimbursements, things like that. I mean, are, 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 are folks, you know, Are you mostly just people paying by the hour?
3: I mean, how how does that work? Yes, sir. Um, It is paid by the hour. Um, And again, you know, we are flexible with the fees because there are some patients that are unable to pay Mm. what we normally charge. So again, you know, just based on the family's needs, um, we focus on that mainly um, to make sure that we do provide them you know exceeded service mm-hmm. and um, that they are able to pay and afford the services right there
2: yeah that's that's interesting that you're able to do it um you know, invariably that way. I mean, but that's got to make it kind of hard to make a buck, right? It is. (laughs) It
3: definitely is. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, lots of prayers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Never hurts in a business. Lots of prayers.
3: (laughs) But, um, you know, most times, you know, we are getting referrals that are able to cover the costs. So that definitely helps me and also the employees to be able to provide work for them as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, whatever you're selling, right, I mean, the service is what matters. I mean, and people okay. need to feel like they're getting served well or served conveniently. I mean, okay. that's what we're all trying to do in Correct. in business. And, and really great to, to hear about how both of you are, are doing that. Yes. So thanks so much, Mitch and Mel, for joining me on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Thank you so well, thanks much. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Yeah. My guests on Out to Lunch Acadiana today have been Mel Pickney of Heart of Gold Private Duty Nursing and Mitch Pochet of Filter Genie. We edited this conversation to fit into our time slot here on KRBS, and you can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Mitch and Mel and what they do by listening to the Out to Launch Acadiana podcast. And you can find and subscribe on your podcast app and on our website, itsacadiana.com. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsacadiana.com. And on our Out to Launch Acadiana social media, these photos were taken by Astor Morgan, and you can find more of Astor's photos at astormorgan.com. Out to Lunch Acadiana is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRBS 88.7 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Molly Richard. Our researcher is Leah Erdialis. And today's show was engineered by Aaron Thomas. I'm Christian Mader. I'm editor of The Current. Lafayette's nonprofit news outlet for stories deeper than the headlines head to TheCurrentLA.com.
0: Join me next time for more business and conversation on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Bye-bye. Out to Lunch Acadiana is recorded live over lunch at Tula Tacos and Amigos. Tula Tacos and Amigos offers street-style tacos, margaritas, and an open-air courtyard on Jefferson Street in the heart of downtown Lafayette. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Oxbow Rum Distillery, local family-grown small batch rum, embodying the essence of Louisiana sugarcane harvest. OxbowRumDistillery.com. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, there's one sponsor slot open for 2023. To learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.